previously on the Omen podcast. You can see Yasmin is standing there, draining some of the red liquid off out of a decanter. There are people out there who require this vial. People who are more important than I am. Do you remember Yasmin Safar from your last mission? We've uh, traced back her family to uh, Paris. I thought you were one of them. One of who? They, they, they kidnapped my sister. Holy shit, guys. It's a vampire. Vampires don't get like, con- aren't like humans that have been converted? No. Nope. Or- well, sort of. Uh, they grow in humans. Yeah. Ah. The walls and the floor of the cave are coated with this sort of strange organic ichor. Um, and you can tell that it's it's not very healthy. There's something wrong with it. When you killed my brother, you made the queen abandon us. We haven't had fresh DNA in years. Koala, the person you are going to be is someone who is dead. What will happen next? Let's find out in this episode of Obed. So you open the grate and you get out into the cold air of Paris. You see Greg is um, standing there. There is a bus in front of him and the bus is empty, but the lights are on. Uh, and he's bashing the bus like in fear of it. He doesn't like the bus. It's clear that whilst you've been away, Greg has seen a bus driving along uh, and he's in it in a sort of panicked flurry attacked the bus and the bus drivers ran off. I mean, free bus. That's true. Could you all please roll for observation? That's a, a three from me. <laughs> okay, Martin doesn't see a thing. He's still getting used to like the, the darkness of, of, of Paris at night. The rest of you see the vampire patriarch. He is flying off towards the Eiffel Tower. What are you going to do? Oh, man. I can't, I can't go back to the Eiffel Tower, guys. This, I can stay with Greg. Who, who wants... Oh, okay, we need to get to the Eiffel Tower somehow, and I can't... Does anybody have a plan? I've always wanted to do this, and I get in the bus. Alright, fine. You can get in the bus. Okay, so you get in the bus. Is everyone else going to join him in the bus? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, you will get into the bus. Greg, um, get in! Greg, sort of, he can't get in, but he sort of rips off the back of the bus and then climbs in. That works. So uh, he's now in the back of the bus, uh, and he smiles. I hope this doesn't make it really hard to drive when he's putting that much weight on the Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, it's difficult. Uh, and you guys like scrape your way through Paris um, at night. Max, and max speed, please. Max speed, uh, and you get there about half an hour later. <laughs> uh, and you uh, see at the top of the Eiffel Tower is the Patriarch. And Herbivore has a flashback to when he was at the Eiffel Tower. There were two of them up there at the time, uh, and he remembers their names. Uh, he remembers Nero, the uh, the vampire who he killed, and Antoine, the vampire who is still up there right now, flying around at the top. What are you going to do, guys? Well, not take the stairs, that's for sure. <laughs> are we in speaking distance? No, not right now. He is up there doing something. Do I remember what he would be doing up there? 
you remember that the last time he was up there was when he was trying to summon the Vampire Queen. Oh, okay. Good news. Um, I think I've been here before. I've, yeah, I've done a lot of things in Paris. Much more than I wish I remember. Uh, so good news is that he is at the top of the tower. We know where he is. Uh, good news is also that Lavinia, your sacrifice is going to be recognized soon. Uh, bad news is he is summoning the Vampire Queen single-handedly. Oh. Uh, is that good or bad? It's bad. It's very bad. Okay, I'm just checking. Although, as you know, the Vampire Queen hasn't been back to this colony in a very long time because she considers them beneath her because they failed and Herbivore killed Nero. So mm. she might not come, but this is his last-ditch attempt. Annabelle, do, do you think you could get Greg to take us up there? Yeah, I think I can. All right. So you all grab up, get onto the back of Greg. Paul Lavinia immediately wraps her arms around Greg's neck again. Hi, Greggy. Aww. <laughs> uh, and Greg takes off and flies you up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Unfortunately, the vampire sees you guys, uh, and he rears back and starts to fly. Uh, and he's going to try and knock you guys. Oh, God. Can you please all roll for agility? Can I also... I would like, I would like to attempt to contact Mr. Vampire <laughs> by shouting. Uh, and tell him that face blood works pretty well. All right, you yell that at him just as he's about to attack you guys, uh, and he gets so wound up and angry by this that he crashes into Greg. Oh. And Greg spirals out of control, and you all land on the Eiffel Tower on, like, the top bit, uh, and Greg sort of, like, crashes onto the Eiffel Tower. Uh, and he's sort of like lying there right now. Greg, no. Uh, he's not very happy. So you guys are now all on top of the Eiffel Tower and Antoine is flapping around the top of the tower and he's going to try and attack you. Dr. Benson. Benson. Dr. Benson. Yes, Benson. Sorry. You fall onto the top balcony of the Eiffel Tower um, and next to you is an apartment. There's actually a small apartment on top of the Eiffel Tower. Did you know that? Um, I mean... I guess I wasn't rich enough to know that. It's um, Gustav Eiffel's old apartment. He had one there. Do you want to quickly go inside? Because outside the vampire is flying around and he might see you. I do like not getting eaten by vampires. Uh, so you run inside this place and you are immediately confronted by two terrifying wax models. But I, you're, you're a reasonably intelligent man, yes? I mean, I, I this is doctor. Yeah, but that could be anything, really, isn't? Couldn't it? No, it's not. It's not like it's not like Doctor Pepper, where it doesn't have a period, and his name is <laughs> Dr. Pepper. It's an actual doctorate. Okay, all right. So you recognize these two men as Gustav Eiffel and Thomas Edison, um, and they're just sort of standing there, like motionless. Could you roll for observation, please? Yeah, eighteen. You notice uh, there is a rather odd-looking stone casket nestled just next to uh, Gustav Eiffel. It doesn't look normal. It looks very otherworldly, um, somewhat alien. What? Okay. It looks like it, it doesn't belong there. Like, everything else has got, like, a sort of... Everything else has, like, a nice, like, gloss of dust over it. I'm gonna drag it out and, like, check, check it the hell out. Okay, so you, you, you pull on it. It's quite heavy. Um, and uh, you, you, you're now in front of this object. Uh, there are a couple of buttons on the front. Do you want to try 
pressing them? Uh, yeah, I'll push the buttons. Okay. Um, could you roll for luck, please? That's uh, 14. So you press the middle button and the stonework opens up, revealing a bunch of little vials. And in the vials is a red liquid. Now, you've seen this red liquid before in Egypt. Oh, shit. What is that doing in the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Inside a magic box. You notice on the side of this um, like box, there are some vents. And you can deduce from this that this machine is some sort of humidifier. So it's going to take the um, liquid inside and spray it out. Oh, it's like a supervillain plot where they plant the evil liquid at the top of the Eiffel Tower and it spreads all over Paris. Oh man, yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. You deduce from that, that's pretty much bang on. Yeah, I mean, on. Martin is like, I've seen movies. What are you going to do? How are you going to try and disarm this thing? Um, what kind of wires does it have? <laughs> Uh, so it's not necessarily got wires. Um, you look underneath the vials. Wait, um, can I just take you... all the vials out? Just like pull them out? <laughs> or would that trigger the bomb? Yeah, you could pull the vials out, but you'd need to like be really, really accurate and deft with your vial pulling actions. Because if you were to shatter one, then it would end up everywhere. I mean, you could probably wear gloves. I mean, it, it needs to get inside your mouth for it to cause you damage. Wait, if it needs to get inside my mouth to cause damage, can't I just, like, close my mouth and dump the bomb upside down? And just throw them on the floor? Yeah. Uh, I guess you could. Yeah, I I'll mean, do that. Alright, um, could you roll for strength, please? Yes. That's a, that's a, a, a two. Okay, you try picking this thing up, and you can't. You just literally can't. It is it is a really heavy bit of casket. <laughs> like, it's at this moment that um, the vampire has noticed you in this room, uh, and he like starts flying towards the apartment building, and he's looking through the window at you, uh, and you see a sort of glowing purple emanating from his hands. Uh-oh. Um, uh, and... Uh, Vol, who's, who's down below, uh, like your formic sensor is going crazy right now because this guy is starting to ready up a, like a psychic attack. Uh, and he throws that at you through the window, Martin. Could you roll for agility, please? Yes. Oh, it's a natural, natural 20. Okay, you're all, you're all natural 20, and yeah. in real life, you roll out of the way, and the psychic blast like goes straight through and it knocks off poor Gustav's head um, and Gustav's head lands on the floor um, you are now sort of on the floor in front of this casket you need to disarm this thing soon you've actually noticed that it's starting to arm itself uh oh um, okay. inside you can hear it clicking and whirring right. well I'm just gonna like start tossing out flasks of vial or vials then if I because like as long as they don't go too much into the air it shouldn't be a problem yeah I guess so so, um, you, could you please roll for, um, focus, please, for this one? Okay, that's my good stat. Yeah, good luck. 16. Okay, I'm going to say that you do it. Uh, you are able to pull out each of the vials, uh, and you place them on the floor next to you. Under extreme duress, there is, um, these psychic bolts are flying back and forth around you. Um, and you place them all on the floor, and the machine clicks and wears interaction, but as it's trying to spray out this gas, 
There are no vials inside, so it just makes a sort of hissing sound. Yeah. I mean, we should have put actual vape juice in there, but... The vampire notices that you've disarmed the bomb, and he then gets really, really, really angry. And he's going to turn his attention to Lavinia over there. That's rude. I gave him a great tip. Can I try to distract him with, with, a, with a pun? Go on. Hey, mate, uh, do you have anxiety because I killed your brother? If so, does that make you neurotic? Oh. <laughs> I felt that this conversation is leading nowhere. He is not happy with you. So he comes in uh, and he slices at Herbivore. Could you roll for agility, Herbivore? Nice. So you escape that slice. Uh, and then he goes straight for Lavinia instead. Uh, Lavinia, could you roll for agility, please? Nice. So you managed to avoid that attack too. Uh, he is now rearing back. What are you going to do, Annabelle? She'll go. Fire at him. Obviously. Fire at him. Okay, roll for, roll for agility. Oh, that's a 12. That's 12. Okay, so you hit his foot. He yelps, uh, and he comes down and grabs the side of the um, Eiffel Tower. Uh, it's quite windy up here as well, so it's quite difficult for you to aim. Uh, and he is now climbing up the side of the tower towards you guys. Uh, Lavinia, what are you going to do? I'm going to throw one of my nitroglycerin bombs. Oh, good choice. A bomb at the top of the Eiffel Tower won't cause any sort of mass panic. <laughs> well, they won't be able to see it because it's so high up. All right, I'm going to say I'm going to say for this one, uh, you are going to roll for observation uh, because you're observing the wind and stuff and, and trying to work out like the best way to throw this. And you get a twenty. You drop this bomb. Uh, and the wind picks it up, and it collides directly with the vampire, uh, and it explodes. A bit of the Eiffel Tower's like structural stability gives way. Don't care. The, to <laughs> the top of the Eiffel Tower creaks a bit, and the vampire screeches, and you see it fall to the floor. Uh, it plummets down below, and it manages to sort of right itself, uh, and it crashes into a bush. What are you going to do, guys? How far is it from the top of the Eiffel Tower down to him? Quite considerably quite a way. Alright. Does anyone still have a crucifix? Yeah, still got a crucifix. Uh, who else has a crucifix? Do I have a crucifix? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I want to leap down crucifix first and, like, destroy him. It's quite uh, a way. I know it's it is, long... but I also have plot armor. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's not fair. Oh, <laughs> oh that's bollocks. Um, I want to dive bomb him. You can just say no. You are the dungeon master. I am the dungeon master. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, roll for luck. Oh shit! And if you get a high enough, <laughs> it, it it turns out the Halloween episode actually takes place Halloween two years later when all the bones have set. Whoa! <laughs> I quit. Thank you. Fine. Fine. Fine, you can do this. All right. What are you going to do? You're not going to jump down directly because that would be unsafe. And I'm a very safe person, obviously. You are. You are, indeed. You grab both crucifixes uh, and you strap one of them to your feet. Here, have the really cool glasses that I got from the cave. Uh, you wear the really cool glasses. They're like mega sunglasses. Uh, and you shred down the side of <laughs> the Eiffel Tower and you manage to get to the bottom and as you slide down to the bottom of it you manage to jump forwards and you move towards the vampire 
This is the raddest sacrilege ever. It is, but as you are about to plunge this cross into the vampire, he spins round uh, and uses his wings to knock you over. And now it's just you and him down there. And the rest of you are like watching from above. Do you guys want to try and get down to him? Did you see how cool I looked when I was coming down to you? Yes, but that isn't going to stop me from killing you. Oh, that's fine then. Are you guys going to try? I'll take the elevator. <laughs> I'll check on Greg. Greg is starting to feel a bit better now. The hit sort of took him out a bit, but he could probably lift you guys to the bottom, but that's about as far as he's going to be able to take you this, this time around. Yeah, okay. So you will climb on his back and you will get down to the bottom where you see Herbivore and the vampire fighting. Herbivore's got out his machete uh, and the vampire and him are sort of dueling. I didn't know he had a machete. He's Australian. <laughs> of course he's going to have a machete. He just sort of produces machetes when necessary. Like the vampire pulled out like a sort of one of an obsidian dagger and he was like, You call that a knife? And then... While, while I'm, I'm pulling out my own, own knife, I, I do feel a, a need to itch, and, and so I do. <laughs> okay. And then what do you say? This is a machete. <laughs> <laughs> and so you are in a fight with him, so you are both, like, slashing at one another. Annabelle, do you want to try and do something? I just remembered that I have an endothermic grenade. You do? So I'm going to throw that at the vampire. All right. Could you roll for agility? No. That's a critical failure. Oh, I'm so sorry for no. for our dear friend uh, Herb. You throw the endothermic grenade. Uh. It lands at the feet of Herb, uh, and it explodes. Oh! 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 Whoa, whoa, whoa! Could Herb please roll for agility, just in case he get, managed to get out of the way? Okay, so Herb manages to roll out of the way at the very last second. And the endothermic grenade explodes, creating ice crystals all across the floor. You could turn it into a really cool, like, rocket jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so, so I can bound on top of the ice and, like, use it to, like, do a jump attack. Yeah. These these are quite sharp icicles, so... That's fine. All right. So you uh, run up the ice, and then you um, jump on him, and you punch him in the face. And it hits him quite hard. Uh, and knocks off one of his, like, fangs. One of his fangs hits the floor and starts to, like, wibble on the floor. I would like to educate him in the head with my book. All right, so you run up to him, and could you roll for strength, please? No. No? Okay, so you, <laughs> you try and hit him in the head with the book, and the book falls out of your hands, and you're just, like, smacking him with your hands, and you don't cause much damage at all. And what he's going to do is he's going to pick you up. Uh-oh. Uh, and he's going to throw you. He throws you towards the spikes. Could you please roll agility? Fifteen! Alright, you managed to avoid being impaled on these um, icy spikes. Lavinia, what are you going to do? Uh, I, I think I have another grenade left. You do. And maybe an, a one or two acids? You've, How many acids? You've got another acid and another grenade. Oh, what happens if I throw them at the same time? I don't know. Let's find out, shall we? Let's find out! Okay, um, could, I'm going to get you to roll um, observation again because you threw observation for the last one. So, Alright, so you throw both of those at the vampire. Uh, and it turns out the acid is flammable. Yeah! So the vampire is now on fire and it flails back and forth and screams and it goes, Ah! Curse you! Curse you all! I curse you till you die! And then he... Um, 
he falls over flat uh, on the floor yeah. uh, and sort of smoulders. Uh, and Lavinia has killed the vampire. <gasps> I did it. Can we give a round of applause to Lavinia for killing the vampire? <laughs> so the vampire is now dead on the floor. Um, yeah. And you guys have solved the vampire mystery. And <laughs> I would like to do a curb stomp, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, you walk over to the vampire uh, and you curb stomp it. Please roll, roll for strength, please. Three. I... You try and curb stomp it. And... <laughs> do you want to describe what happens, Martin? My, uh, my foot smashes down and I sort of slip and, and it really hurts my back. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, as you fall to the floor, um, you like lean over and look at the vampire that's just sort of charred on the floor there <laughs> and it turns to you it's not quite dead i'll kick at it in its general direction it's gonna sort of crawl towards you a little bit um and get really close to you um and you can see like it's horrible fangs and things in its mouth and you can smell the smell of like burnt flesh um... he looks at you you can tell he knows he's near to death and he, he looks back up at the sky and he goes, My queen, why have you forsaken us? <laughs> Did you say his head came loose? Did I misinterpret that? No, no, Some his point? head's not come loose. Okay. No. I would like to kick it loose. You want to kick his head loose? Yeah, I want to okay. get up and I want to kick his head away now that he said his bullshit. All right, you get up and you kick him and his head peels off and the parasite inside his head, like the part of the actual vampire part of this person, um, goes with it. So you see the spinal column split apart and you see the parasite inside flop out on the floor and it like is dead and charred inside. Die, stupid vampire. And it's at this moment that Lavinia is going to get a phone call. Oh. Do you want to answer it, Lavinia? Yes. Hello. Hello, Lavinia. Uh, what 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 just happened? Uh, well, uh, well, we went down into the Paris catacombs, and there were lots of bones. Uh, and some people tried to touch some skulls, put their fingers in the skull holes, and then we tried to get. Uh, there was an obsidian sword, and I made some bombs, and then we did some praying to the vampire queen, and now she's my friend. And then we found a vampire, and then I exploited him with the bombs I made. Other people were there too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. Why not? So you, you've killed the vampire. That's right. Yes, he exploded it and then smoldered. It was great. And, and why were they attacking people? What What was going on? Why? Why? What? What happened? I'm a bit confused. Well, you know, you know the vampire queen. My BFF now. Um, yes. I rubbed my face blood. Oh, that's right. I don't have a face. Uh, what? Minor thing. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I took it off uh, for it. It was a my... very safe medical procedure. Right. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so um, the queen, where's the queen gone? Uh... We have a oh. pet gargoyle now. Hang on a minute. Yes. What, 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 what? You've got a pet gargoyle. His name's Gary. Wait, his name's his Gary. His name's Frank. Greg. His name's Greg. With my powers of observation, I remember hang, this hang. fact. You can't have a pet gargoyle. No, that can't happen. Yeah. Yes. He's going to work in the accounting department. What? No, he's not a pet. He's a he's a coworker. No, 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 he's no, no. He's a no, being. He's very good at accounting. He fed me garlic bread with his stone mouth. 
Gargoyles are dangerous. We cannot have them. I'm going to have to put it down. I'm sorry. He's going to fill out the forms. We like promise. Science. Th scientists are supposed to believe in magic. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Right. Okay. You you want to keep the gargoyle? Yes. It would break the timeline if we didn't. <laughs> All right. I I tell you what. We'll keep the gargoyle. I'll keep it safe in one of the storage departments and. Uh, as long as you guys don't tell anyone else, I won't tell anyone else, and it can be your little secret, okay? Can I tell Ethel? No, don't tell Ethel. Ethel, Ethel will report it, probably. I don't know. I, I, I thought it might make me look cool to Ethel. <laughs> Ethel thinks you're cool already. You know that, right? What? <laughs> yeah, she likes you. Oh, mate. That's, that's awesome. That's great. Okay, this trip was worth it. You should ask her out. Right, I'm going to arrange for a helicopter to pick you guys up, and I'll bring you guys back. And Lavinia has survived as well, which I'm very, very glad of. Um, she can come back and help me in the labs. We've got some more brain goop. Oh! Lavinia. Wonderful. Bra brain goop Friday. Next week. It's going to be great. Oh! I, I suggest we also have Faceless Thursday. Uh, let's study me. Uh, All right. And if anyone else would also like to be studied, I volunteer to make that possible. I would like to suggest you move Brain Goop Friday to Wednesday and make it Brain Stay. Mm. 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 Come on. <laughs> no, no, I'm all right. Never mind. No, Wednesday is the office uh, pub trip, so uh, you don't want to be doing it on that day. So eventually the helicopter comes to you guys and picks you up and takes you back to the Omen headquarters. You guys get to see this place from the top now, so... You guys get to see that it's actually quite larger from the back. There is a big sort of um, satellite dish on the back of the building. Fun fact, Eberbor Jackson is also larger from the back. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, and the helicopter lands and Greg lands down next to you guys uh, and um, Smedley ushers him into the underground storage uh, where he can be kept safe. Yay. He comes up to you guys. Lavinia then goes back to the labs to do her job as the biologist. Can can you can 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 Lavinia do a one liner? She goes back to the labs. Yeah, go for it. I'm glad we got to face this together. Ah, thanks for letting Aww. me keep it. That's a nice. What? what? You're keeping it. She 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 attempts to wink friendly friendishly, and ah. uh, and her face sort of her face scab cracks. Aww. Do you even have eyelids anymore? That's a good point. I don't know. Uh, she doesn't wink. She just constantly like tears are streaming down her face because she can't think properly. Uh, actually, the the face removal process, as I see it, does keep the eyelids with the person in question. Okay. Oh, okay, it's just pure like skin, facial skin. Facial skin. Lip um, lip skin optional. Okay. Yeah. Um. So uh, depends on how creepy you want it. Yeah. Smedley then bids you all adieu. Uh, and says that you should probably go down to medical to get checked up. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then he says, well, once you guys are feeling better, I've got a nice new mission for you. Can I just, like, rest for a month first? No, 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 no. You've got to go on a mission to a pumpkin farm.
The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set. Now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.